2019 wasn't such a great year. 2020 would even be a worse year for the rest of the Filipino people. No? But in 2019, I, I missed it by a little bit, honestly. And um, that, I think, is another time when uh, your faith does come into the yeah. picture. And, you know, people were asking me after the elections, parang, parang okay ka naman. What's wrong with you? Diba? Kasi, you know, uh, Sam, no, guys, there are some stories no, pag natalo sa election or, you know, hindi umabot, especially if it's a small margin, people get depressed, people get suicidal, or, or they become very angry, you know? Um, and I've seen it. I've seen it with colleagues and, and friends. Uh, and people were asking, parang like a few months later, oh, parang mukha ka namang okay. Parang may problema ka ata. Okay, oh, you, you seem to be okay. And, and honestly, I think that was where my faith really played a big role. This podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hi, everybody. So nice to have you on another episode of The Narrow Door. Come on in. My name is Sam, and I am thrilled to welcome all of you and introduce you to my friends who are here, starting with Brother J. Paul Hernandez, who is lay preacher at the feast. We also have Instructor Harold Resho, who is instructor at New Heaven and New Earth Shinchunji Church of Jesus. Usually, we would have Pastor Dennis C., who is head pastor at Victory Greenhills. But guys, he is celebrating his 16th anniversary with the wifey so we gave him a day off bow chicka wow wow i'm kidding we're not that kind of show so sitting in for pastor d today is someone who has become a friend of the show um you know our, our listeners love you burns so uh we we thought we'd have him back for this one and officially we are calling him brother burns kaasi who is oh my the- brother <laughs> brother burns brother why not so see burns is the creator Brata. and host of unboxing catholicism you can watch him on youtube on facebook there is a podcast um good stuff good stuff so guys um really excited for this conversation i am my hair is like voluminous today hello youtube peeps uh, which reminds me, if you are on the go you can also listen to this podcast on spotify I'm too cheap for YouTube Premium, so I would go Spotify <laughs> or wherever you listen to your podcast. Go there. Uh, that's an option. Um, we have a guest today, guys, and we got big topics today. I think this is probably a question that is on a lot of um, Christians' minds. These are actually questions that we asked kind of early on in the day. Um, when we started this podcast, it's been about six months, so I think it would be a good time to revisit them with a guest. So, all right, just to introduce um, our guest today, our guest is, he wears many hats, this guy. He is a social entrepreneur. He, uh, when he's not repurposing furniture at home, he also hosts a podcast with his friends, Jake de Guzman and Erwin Romulo, called Coping and Cuento, also with the Podcast Network Asia family. And he's also, you know, only a former senator of the Republic of the Philippines. We are so happy to have Bam Aquino today. Hi, Sen! Hello, hello, hello. I'm very happy to be here. Magandang magandang araw to uh, Brother Burns, to Harold, to Jay Paul, and of course, to the Sam O. Magandang hapon. Oh my gosh, you're too kind. Legit. Pro to pro! The Sam O. The no. Sam O. Okay, guys, uh, before you had the pleasure of being Sam's co-host, I was her regular guest co-host for about six months on radio. On Yes, when we were doing good and times. Good morning. Right? Good times. That's right. Yes, that's right. yes. And oh, nakaka-miss yun. 
Sobra. You know, the, the the funny the funny thing is, uh, so I I was only there for a short time. Siguro mga six months, no, six to eight months probably, just once a week. But until a year after, people would stop me and say, "Send Bam, I heard you on Good Times," <laughs> and I was like, "The last time I was there was more than a year ago." <laughs> I must have made an impression. I must have made an impression. Absolutely. No, yeah. That was that was a good time, you know, like the radio show's title. And now we're here on this podcast. We're gonna talk about probably a side of you that's maybe not talked about so much in public. Would you agree with that? Definitely, definitely. You know, I think people's faith, uh, or siguro public servants or politicians' faith, it's not as ano, people don't talk about it as much these days, no. I remember a time when it was maybe more important to people or people would want to know. Uh, and this is not a judgment. Ah. I don't think it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's just that parang these days people don't talk about it. No, People don't really ask anymore. Um, or maybe people are not as open in sharing their faith journey. Um, but, uh, but I'm happy. Happy to be with all of you today and maybe talk about these things which aren't usually talked about. Absolutely. I mean, judging from your questions today, I'm assuming the time of the pandemic has been a time for reflecting, you know. For everybody, on... for everybody. Yes. No? Actually, you know, I, I was saying that the pandemic is a time to reset. And, yep. I, and I know that there's a biblical, that's, that's kind of biblical also, diba? Parang the times when we're asked to reset. Um, it's usually very difficult times. Um, it's usually very challenging times. And these days, parang we're, we're all asked to take stock of where we are and also press, or we're not pressing the reset button. Maybe it's been pressed for us, no? But sayang naman if we don't learn or if we don't get out of this challenge better off, diba? So like, for example, um, uh, I'm an avid churchgoer. Um, the last time before the pandemic that I missed Sunday Mass, was probably grade school when I was sick and my parents left me at home. No, but oh, all wow. of my adult life, wala akong na-miss. Kahit I'm in another country, I, I, I've I been to Mass in in Bosnia. Okay? As in, uh, as in there are only six of us in the church, but <gasps> nakamisa pa rin ako doon, di ba? And I always thought that was a huge part of me na, you know, I and my wife, no, thankfully, um, when I got married and in our family life, we do it. We go. We go to Mass every Sunday or Saturday night or whatever. And then suddenly, next thing you know, mago one year na ako na hindi nagsisimba physically. You know? And it's a reset, right? It's a reset. It's like, okay, that's something you have to let go of. Seeing your friends, no? Um, I would see a lot of my friends regularly and now I don't see them. I'm a, um, I, I like talking to people. So before the pandemic, makikita mo ako in a coffee shop, you know, talking to people, having meetings. Um, I, I draw a lot of energy from talking to people. And now, that's so limited. No, I see a lot of screens, unfortunately. I see a lot of boxes these days, diba? Oh, don't and, um, and because I'm diabetic, uh, mahirap rin for me to go out. No, Doble yung ingat ko going out. So, you know, a lot of these things that we thought parang were so important suddenly uh, nag-iba. And uh, now, you know, things that you didn't think were important are suddenly more important to you. And I'm sure there's like a biblical lesson or I'm sure there's like, you know, there's uh, our, our, our other uh, guests, our other hosts here, I'm sure have something to share about that, diba? 
And uh, parang sayang naman. Sayang naman if um, we go through this challenge as a shared challenge for everybody. Diba? Kasi when, when does humanity actually go through a shared experience like a pandemic or a shared experience like this? And parang I'm hoping and praying na sana naman we get out of this. Because I, I know we will get out of it. Yeah. I know that we will get out of this. But sana we get yeah. out of it um, more reflective, kinder, more generous to other people, rather than the opposite, which is we become more closed off, um, uh, uh, more spiteful, you know? Yeah. And, and, yeah. So parang sana, sana when this does end, and it will end, it will definitely end, uh, we can all come out and say, that was a harrowing experience, but you know what? You know, through God's will, we're all better off. No? And th- those are the challenges, siguro, the reflections I still think about kahit papaano these days. No? Very well mm. said. You sound I like you're it. running for office. Or something. I know, I know what's that <laughs> no, no, but see, like, this is why you do what you do. Like, you're so charming and, like, you know, the inspiration and all of that. Like, I love it. Um, I was going to say, parang, okay, na yan, okay, na yan. Yung episode, guys. Tara na, okay, na yan. No, but, um, <laughs> wrap up, na, wrap up. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, but yeah, you you brought some questions today. I before we get to that though, I wanted to talk about. I mean, I did like a quick search on like mm-hmm. you know you just to get a little background of maybe if there's anything about your faith life or whatever. And I was really surprised because I found out that you were actually quite active in Catholic circles when you were still in school. Like you were constitutional chairman of the National Union of Catholic Student Councils, which was a mouthful. And when you were in high school, you joined the Ateneo Catechetical Instructional League and taught catechism in public schools. You taught catechism. Oh, medyo ancient history na yan, Sam. Ha? Guys, <laughs> medyo... Medyo mo, Sam. Parang panahon ni Kopong-Kopong talaga to. Ha? Pero This grabe, ang legit naman kasi. Parang Actually, legit naman kasi. Oh, okay, sana si Senator Bam, eh. kaso nag-Ateneo siya eh. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> Lasal, diba? Yun yung joke ng father, ng tatay ko sa kanya. Honey, you're great, but nobody's perfect, diba? Kasi, <laughs> joke lang nobody. to the great archer. Joke lang din ba, Senator? <laughs> yeah, alam mo, um, I, yeah, you know, ACIL. Actually, that that began even earlier. No? I was uh, a <clears throat> Kristan. <clears throat> In our uh, little chapel here, the village damin, no? I was a sacristan, um, and and we had a number of, you know, of really nice uh, parish priests here, sa, sa village damin, no? and um, that was, um, I mean, I look forward to it, no, serving at um, at mass when I was like ten years old or eleven years old. When I got to high school, um, there was an opportunity to join ACIL, which is uh, one of the oldest organizations in Ateneo High School. And uh, basically, every, uh, if I'm not mistaken, twice a week, was it Tuesday and Thursday? But twice a week, after class, you would go to a nearby public school and teach catechism. Um, nice. Yun, I did that for three years, I think, three years. Nice. Second, third, and fourth year high school. I, I was the chairman uh, of the org. What a term, org, di ba? How, <laughs> What a dated term, yung org. Yeah. Ako yung uh, chairman ng org. Uh, <laughs> org na org na yun? Hindi ko alam eh. Org pa rin. Org pa rin ba? Kasi napaka 90s eh. It's such a 90s term. Um, but the truth was, I, I didn't really join ACIL uh, because of the catechism. I joined it initially because 
I was able to leave the school. You know? <laughs> lahat, ng opportunity, <laughs> lahat ng opportunity um, to leave, to go outside, di ba? Was, um, which is why nag-student counselor na ko in college because you had a lot of opportunities to go outside. And, um, you know, Ateneo can be a very, um, paano ba yun? Parang uh, a very contained environment, a very, uh, uh, like a bubble. Ayan, uso, di ba? Bubble, di ba? Like a bubble. And um, when I was young, I, I, I had that, um, that um, call of the heart na anytime I could I would go out I would really do it in grade school it was joining math competitions because math oh competitions got God. me to go outside of the school though so initially kasi I knew two times a week lalabas kayo eh di ba um I joined but you know I ended up really liking it uh ano kaya niya na medyo serious yun we would have lesson plans uh nice. based on um uh, based on a parable or or mostly New Testament. I don't remember if we had a lot of Old Testament uh, lessons. Mostly New Testament. Uh, Beatitudes, mga ganyan, Sermon on the Mount. Uh, a lot of parables. Oh, then wow. You, you read the parables. Then, of course, you you sort of have a Q&A with the kids. And these were, ano, uh, mga grade 5, grade 4. Uh, really fun. A lot of fun, actually. You know, that was a, a great part of high school, high school life. Yep. Yeah, no, wow. It sounds like you had a very colorful academic life and you really hit a balance of like gimmick, but also achieving at the same time. And you well, managed to, to stay a, like a solid Catholic all throughout. It, it helped the major nerd, ako, diba? It helped the major nerd. Oh, so, yeah. Major limited rin naman yung mga gimmick ko, diba? Yeah. <laughs> Senator Bam, can I ask you a question? Nanggaling kasi, like for example, so did you learn your public service heart like from your family or from doing this or everything together? All together, all together. Mm -hmm. um, so, ay, to, I think in, in uh, Sam knows the story, but um, of course, coming from a, um, a family now, there are a lot of uh, politicians, public servants, and uh, people who have you know, literally died for the country. No? It, it does affect you. It does, mm -hmm. um, it does uh, shape you. No? So when I was six, that was when Ninoy was shot, when Tito Ninoy was shot. That was in the 80s. No? And um, that experience leading up to 86, the first uh, people power uh, revolution, EDSA people power revolution, of course, was a big part of my childhood. So, nice. ano na siya? so as a young boy, parang, parang ano eh, may, may tawag yung puso mo for public service. No? Or, or, yeah. or, but at that time, I wouldn't even call it public service. It was just parang... You grow up wanting to help other people, being exposed to people that, you know, gave a lot um, to the country. So, you know, you you sort of, you don't really want to follow in their footsteps. No, obviously, mahirap yung footsteps nila. I mean, it's a tall order, you know. It's a, yeah, I mean, yeah. diba? That's like the biggest sacrifice, diba? But you are inspired to sort of try to to do well, no? to do good, to, to help other people. And... For the longest time, I was resisting politics. No, I, I worked in an NGO. I worked in a social enterprise. Um, I joined government for a while as a youth rep, uh, in, in the youth sector. But young running was something I really postponed or, or didn't want to face up to. Um, but at some point, um, uh, one of my mentors no, parang said, Alam mo, matagal ka na nagtatrabaho dito sa social enterprise. No? Itong mga ginagawa natin. Kung walang tao sa gobyerno nakakaintindin yan, it will never grow to the level that yeah. we want it to grow, di ba? So you should think about running. And that was, I think, 2012. No? Seems like a lifetime ago, honestly. 
And um, that was when I decided to run. And buti lang, I, I won in the first term. And, you know, those six years, actually, um, you know, we were able to pass the Go Negosyo Act, the Free College Act, um, a lot of other important laws. And uh, all of those laws, parang you could trace them back to experiences in social enterprise, experiences in the student council, experiences going out to Barangka, and you know, you know, connect all that. And I'm just happy that I was given that opportunity to be able to, to give back. No? Mm-hmm. And um, of course, uh, 2019 wasn't such a great year. 2020 would even be a worse year for the rest <laughs> of the Filipino people. No? But in 2019, um, I, I missed it by a little bit, honestly. And um, that, I think, is another time when uh, your faith does come into the yeah. picture. And, you know, people were asking me after the elections, parang, parang okay ka naman. What's wrong with you? Parang okay ka naman. Diba? Kasi, you know, uh, Sam, no, guys, there are some stories, no, pag natalo sa election or, you know, hindi umabot, especially if it's a small margin, people get depressed. Yeah. Uh, people get suicidal or or they become very angry, you know? Yeah. Um, and I've seen it. No, I've seen it with colleagues and, and friends. Uh, and people were asking parang like a few months later, oh, parang mukha ka namang okay. Parang may problema ka ata. Okay, oh, you, you seem to be okay. And and honestly, I think that was where my faith really uh, played a big role. No? Yeah. Kasi hindi mo pwedeng faithful ka kapag good times lang, no pun intended, Sam, di ba? So, <laughs> Faithful ka, faithful ka, period, di ba? And, um, you know, I remember um, we, we had a small mass dito sa, again, the chapel ko, saan ako nagsakristan uh, when I was 10 years old. No? We had a mass. My parents um, uh, asked for like a little mass um, uh, a few days before the election, the Saturday before the election. Elections, of course, is Monday. And, you know, I was praying there. And um, yung pumasok sa isipan ko uh, was ano, uh, whatever comes next is yours. Okay. Whatever comes next is yours. With a capital Y, of course. With a capital Y. And uh, that was my prayer the Saturday before the election. Sunday, you're not allowed to campaign. So parang rest day on for everyone. By Monday, ano yan, botohan na. By Monday night, alam kong alanganin na. Alam ko, alanganin na eh. Because, you know, the, there was... Uh, Let's not talk about it, but by Monday night, alam na natin na yeah. may problema. Okay, fine. Uh, by Wednesday, or Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday morning, I met the campaign staff. Because my staff were like mostly young people. j Paul might know some of them pa. They were like um, a lot of young people, a lot of um, very idealistic. I'm one of the oldest in that group, no? So most of them were in their 20s, They're all crying. Iyak ng iyak, iyak ng iyak. Yung iba, sinusumpa yung, sinusumpa yung, yung bayan, sinusumpa yung mga tao, yung mga, yung mga, yung mga hindi tumulong or whatever. And I was like, guys, you know, um, uh, my, my prayer was, whatever comes next is yours. And we have to have in our hearts that um, there's a plan. There's a plan. And we are asked to respond uh, the best way possible, which is as good Christians, as good people, we respond in the right way, which is we shouldn't be angry. We shouldn't... Um, uh, wag tayo magkaroon ng galit sa puso natin or, 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 or spite sa puso natin. 
our our love of country, our love of our countrymen, our willingness to help has to continue. But it might just be in another way. Yeah. You know? And sabi ko nga, itong whatever comes next is yours. Hindi to pwedeng yours, pero good times lang, ha? Whatever comes next is yours, pero ano lang, ha? Pag, pagpanalo lang. Hindi pwede. Kailangan, mm-hmm. kailangan pag binigay mo yung sarili mo, kapag nag-surrender ka, it has to be at all times or at any time, di ba? So I think that's what kept me sane and that's what kept me like, you know, um, still optimistic and looking forward to to the country. Then of course the pandemic happens, right. which is a whole other challenge, but this time it's a shared challenge taman by everyone. So again, right. the question becomes, okay, Bam, uh, you're not in the Senate. You know, you're not a public figure. Technically, wala ka ng responsibility you're not expected to do anything because you're a private citizen. Yeah. But, you know, at that time, sabi namin, and this was mga March, um, hindi naman pwede yun. Just because wala ka na sa position, hindi ka natutulong. So at that time, no, through Kaya Natin, through OVP, we started to raise money for PPEs. We started to, now it's about um, helping communities who are, where, where families are, are hungry or, or they're economically challenged. So parang, Sabi ko nga, you know, hindi pwedeng mawala yun eh. Kahit mag-iba yung estado mo, dapat hindi nawawala yun eh. And um, uh, again, no, I guess that's what's expected of us. At that moment in time, wherever you are, whatever your circumstance, yung expectation sa'yo is, you know, to do the right thing. To help other people, di ba? And it doesn't matter uh, nasa position ka wala, nasa radyo ka o wala, nasa nagtuturo ka o hindi, nasa seminary ka o hindi. The, the fact is you're there and you're expected to help and you should. Right. So, so that's what's been keeping me sane in this insane world. Yeah. No, I, I remember you saying on your Love podcast, it. like you may not, you know, be in politics anymore, but you will always be in public service. And I think yeah. that is what you are doing. And, you know, everything you said about going through that loss and dealing with it and your faith playing such a big part in that, we could apply, just lift that stuff and apply it to the pandemic. And mm-hmm. I feel like it would still work. So, yep. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, with that, um, let's get to those questions because your questions today have a lot to do with this pandemic. Um, I took the liberty of sort of rearranging the questions because I thought uh, maybe this question would be a good place to start. So, Sen wants to, and this is a common uh, question among believers i think they read the bible and they see that in the old testament god seems like this you know mad punishing you know wrathful god and then come the new testament it seems like he's he's made a switch into being a loving god you know how do we reconcile those two gods is our first question who wants to go first can I quickly give just the context of that question? Yeah. So I'm, go ahead, go ahead. I'm a dad now. I've got two girls, diba. Yung eldest ko is um just turned six last December. And uh, you know, we have movie night, you know, we watch a movie. So we were watching Prince of Egypt. Okay. Mm. Prince of Egypt. Ano nga yung kanta? It's a famous song. Um when uh, you believe. Okay, so yan. So yeah. To be honest, I wanted her to watch the song. I forgot the movie. Maganda yung kanta, panorin na lang natin, fine. So we get to the seven plagues, okay? 
we get to the seven plagues. So si Moses, tapos na, no, na, na nag-river, nahanap na, uh, grew up with uh, the Pharaoh. Tama, di ba? Grew yes. up with the Pharaoh, nagka, <laughs> nagka-problema, na-banish, met uh, his uh, would-be wife in the desert, uh, saw the bush. Okay na, okay na, okay na. All throughout, okay, okay. And of course, you would ask questions and I would answer, yeah, yeah, ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. Okay, fine. Umabot na kami sa plague. Ito na. Nag-plague na. Uh, I think it was the shocks. Um, the frogs. Maybe. The frogs? The frogs ba? Basta. Okay. And then my daughter tells me, Dad, did God know that all those people would be hurt? Problema to. Sabi ko, problema to. Hindi ko ata to masasagot. So, I chickened out. I fast forwarded. Hindi ko na siya papaabutin sa firstborn. Di ba? Hindi ko na papaabutin dun sa death of the firstborn. Pinast forward ko na lang. As in, pinast forward ko. Next thing she knows, liberation na. Do you believe na yung kanta? Okay? Yan, yan yung context ng tanong na yan. Parang, paano na to? Kasi, I mean, what an innocent question. Yeah. Dad, did God know that all those people would be hurt? She goes like that. And I'm like, pag-usapan natin yung cartoons. Parang ganyan, di ba? I appreciate your honesty. I just straight up chickened out, guys, and fast forward the thing, you know? So, what, okay. so please tell hilarious. me, what should I have answered? What should I have answered? And are we schizophrenic with Old and New Testament? Siguro I'll go ahead kasi ako yung may anak. I mean, from bit wala si Pastor Ay, Dennis. Ko naman. Ay, yeah, go, naman. Go, go, go. These are the things I, you know, we're, we're stressed. Kahit anong galing mo mag-breach, it's, it's hard. Anyway, um, very, 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 very beautiful existential question by your, your, your child, Senator Bam. Because these are the things that we should be asking God. And and ito talaga yung mga pinapush. Tanungin mo, mag, like ask God, pray about it and and really wonder because as the, the really how we wonder, dun natin nabubuksan yung mystery of the faith and that's where we really learn. And these are the things I believe St. Irenaeus was answering during the 2nd century. Yung bakit inallow ni Lord to? Bakit ginanda to? And I I love what he we yung kanyang how he depicted the Bible as a big epic story na love story siya na or parang sorry not love story yes love story siya but it's an epic growth of like god is the same and and from adam and eve to noah etc to moses etc and then onwards it was like pag bata ka na only na perceive mo ang isang bagay ng ganito lang kaliit and then as mm-hmm. you grow older, ah, ah, oh, okay, ganito pala si God, ah, ganito pala. And then until you become pang, parang pang-college na intelligence mo. So there are things that the Israelites did not understand about God. They just only thought, kita mo naman buong Old Testament, if you do something, God will kill you. But that mm-hmm. doesn't mean iba ang God natin nun. It's just we understood God differently. I think we talk about it a lot and Pastor Dennis is actually the more expert on this, on like yung nung time kasi na yun, may mga cultural truths around Israel, Egypt, na may, teka, pare-pareho. Yung, di ba, na may, may, may flood, nangyari rin yan, or sa history din ng ibang cultures. So, we, I think, um, the way we did it is, we understood na ganun. But, 
as a parent, how do you? Uh, the real question is, as a parent, how how do you deal with it? And it's more of really telling stories. You know what? You know what? Um, daughter. <laughs> when oh, I was Rory, young, Rory. Her name's Rory. 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 So for me, I'll, I'll just put my son's name. Because my son, favorite niya yung sa Netflix, The Star. Parang ganun. Hindi ko ma-explain paano si Lord ganyan-ganyan. Hirap. Sabi ko, you know what, babe? Um, that's when I was young, I didn't understand it well. But as you grow older, we'll talk more about it. And then then, then the more, tas I'll tell a story about God, about my experience on faith. And it's really about telling stories and opening communication. And I think kids will really, uh, how do you say this, appreciate mm-hmm. our humility and saying, anak, di ko alam eh. <laughs> and then maybe let's let's talk about it more next year. And, and kesa yung, I think the wrong thing with cultural Catholicism in the Philippines, shut up, be quiet, pray the rosary, tapos na. Mm-hmm. Pero hindi eh. Um, importante, we keep on talking about it. And and as they grow older in, in mental maturity, darating tayo sa usapang ganun. Um, this is more of, yeah, as a parent and somebody who, who reads the Bible, that's how I would um, attack it. And But honestly, 90% of me would chicken out as well. <laughs> I don't I feel know. so bad anymore. I don't feel so bad anymore. <laughs> no, that's a tough one. is willing to chicken out like me, diba? Yes, yes, that's a tough one. Insta Harry, yeah. do you wanna do you wanna go next? Oh yes. So basically, uh, I think nabanggit ni brother Shay, but God is unchanging. That's one fundamental thing that we have to know. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But what changed? What actually changed is the time or the era. Because katulad ng story ni Moses, it, it was in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, it's more of on the physical aspect. It's the physical era. But in the New Testament, it had the shift it, and it became spiritual. For example, so Old Testament, um, yung lineage, for you to become the children of God, you have to be born of the natural descent from, from Abraham for you to be acknowledged na chosen people can choose. Even yung miracles. Um, yung, yung bread, yung manna coming from heaven, yung quail, even yung pagpart ng Red Sea, it's all physical, even yung um, pillar of cloud in the morning and pillar of uh, pillar of fire at night, everything is physical na nakikita nila. But what is God's purpose? Bakit nito ginagawa sa mga tao nun? It's for them to believe in Him at hindi nila talikuran yung Diyos. But we know na hindi rin naman ganun yung nangyari. They still um, betrayed God. Pero yun nga, in the Old Testament, it's everything is physical, even yung judgment. You're already a priest and you are serving in God's temple. But if you are not sanctified and you are not holy, tapos nag-serve ka sa kanya, you can die right then and there. Physically, kitang-kita natin. But nagkaroon ng shift when Jesus comes in the, in the first coming. Um, in John chapter 1, nakalagay doon in verse 11 to 13, He came to wish that was His own. But his own did not receive him. receive him. That's why those who will be able to believe in Jesus will become the children of God, not born of the natural descent or yung physical descent anymore, but mm-hmm. born of God. So nagkaroon na ng shift, hindi na siya physical. Kaya yung genealogy hanggang kay Jesus na lang because nagsimula na siya ng panibago. And even the judgment itself, um, um, hindi, hindi lang pala yung sa miracles, si Coconut ko lang din sa kanina, yung miracles, hindi, man does not live on bread alone or yung mana, but lives from the words that's coming out from the mouth of God. Ibig sabihin, spiritual na rin. Hindi lang physical na food, spiritual food din kailangan natin. And even in judgment, 
um, hindi na lang siya physical, but also makokonek din natin siya spiritually. Na sinabi ni Jesus in John chapter 12, verse 48, that the very words that um, come from his mouth or yung words na meron si Jesus will condemn the people na hindi maniniwala sa mga salitang to. So, mangyayari to, ito yung magiging judge at the time of the end. So, pwede natin siya makita on that aspect. So, does it mean that um, mahirap to look at these Old Testament stories without the context of the New Testament? Can you appreciate the Old Testament on its own, for example? Or or does everything have to parang babalansin mo with um, the New Testament stories? I mean, talking as a father who might try to explain this again to my child one day, diba? I mean, pag explain mo, kailangan mo siya i-connect sa new or, or not necessarily? Actually, yun yung kagandahan ng Bible. That the Bible itself is is one. Mak- mm. Kailangan lang natin makita yung connection nung sa Old Testament sa New Testament. And I think one other aspect that we can look at bukod sa nagbago yung time or yung era is that nagbago rin yung maturity ng mga chosen people ng Diyos. Because in the Old Testament, ayun, ang daming laws na binigay kay Moses. 600 plus. Hindi lang yung 10 commandments na nadan sa tablets, but in total, 600 plus na commandments yung binigay sa mga Israelites noon. Kumbaga, ang daming rules. Do not do this. Do not worship other gods. Do not kill. Do not steal. Napakarami. But also, bakit yung ginagawa ng Diyos? Because He loves the people. Ayaw niya mapapahamak yung mga tao. And same thing, I Hindi pa po ako magulang, but I believe yung magulang ko. <laughs> kaya, kaya marami pinagbabaw ng bata ako because uh, they, they love me. You, you would usually say, oh, don't talk to strangers, ha? Or, oh, don't don't touch these uh, sharp objects like, uh, ano ba to? Kuchilyo, knife, or scissors. Kasi we don't want them to be harmed. Mm-hmm. It's out of our uh, our tuloy. It's out of the love of our parents dun sa children. At habang lumalaki sila, makikita natin na magmamature sila. Now when they become mature, yun na yung hindi na natin kailangan nung um, paulit-ulit pang o oh, bawal kang makikipag-usap sa stranger or yung mga gantong bagay. So same thing na even Apostle Paul, sabi niya, when I was still a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I become a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. Kasi eventually, kailangan din natin maging mature. Even in the book of Hebrews, sa chapter 6, doon in-express na ang gusto ng Diyos sa atin na iwanan natin yung elementary na klase ng faith meron tayo, kundi kailangan natin maging mature. And connected siya sa Hebrews chapter 5 na yung mga infant, they have elementary teachings. Uh, I think nabanggit kanina din yun. Pero ang gusto ng Diyos ay maging mature tayo. Pero the mature are those who have the teaching of righteousness, who can distinguish good and evil. At kailangan magawa natin to para masabi natin maging mature tayo. But the question is, are, are we already exempted from it? Because I believe that God is still disciplining us until right now. That God would want us to, um, to be the mature believer na hindi na kailangan pang what I want to know is, did you have a Bible for breakfast? That was intense, man. Wow. Inaantok um, pa siya niyan. Inaantok pa si Instructor Harold niyan. Just kidding. Pagigising lang yan. <laughs> Sorry, bago si Burns. Sorry, Sam. Just want to say, uh, yeah, ang ganda. I think, I think just as a father, 
uh, more of that 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 perspective of mapasok. Na I I really believe, and this is what we preach in the feast, that Rory's understanding with of God will come from her relationship with her dad. If he knows that her dad is loving, sacrificing, generous, then as she grows older, she will know. Oh, hey. My earthly dad is loving, generous, caring. How much more can my, can be my heavenly father be more than that my earthly father? So I think Senator Bam, you're in the right path. Pa-tay. Let's be <laughs> let's run away <laughs> from the pressure. <laughs> that is true, dude. Honestly, as a parent, so much pressure to you know, because you could really mess up your kids, honestly. It's a lot of pressure, yeah. you know. So Anyway, okay, sorry, sorry. Na, napapaisip ako sa mga iba pa niyang tanong. Eh. Marami kasing tanong yung anak ko. Eh. Kaya, okay. Brother so Burns, of, shed some light. <laughs> first of all, Senator Bam, I'm so happy to e-meet you here no, in this uh, podcast. I am a fan. I voted for you, by the way. And I'm also passionate about entrepreneurship and you know leadership, etc. Anyway, that's not our topic. I would like to approach your question. Uh, through my experience as an educator, because I get that a lot through my students, no, grade four, grade five students will ask, "Sir, if God is this and that, no, I will, uh, I, I will approach it by asking question, no." So uh, I think J. Paul and Harold already gave you the content. Now it's my time to shed some light on the pedagogy. And children learn best when they are asked questions and they can get to reflect. No, so you could say, "Okay, I, I think Rory, your question is also similar to if God is." you know, all-merciful and all-powerful, why is there evil? Why is there suffering? And then you can ask her questions like, why do you think there are times that your dad or your mom you know, would uh, reprimand you for certain things that you have done? Okay, or why do, you, why do you think your teachers would give you difficult exams in the school? Can you just do away with the exams by receiving difficult exams? Does that mean that your teachers are evil? And then let her answer and then try to process her questions and then ask more questions. Sometimes these kids would appreciate, not sometimes, but many times, if our answers to them are also questions, repackaged questions that would make them reflect on their own. And then if you see that the answer is not coming, that's when you use the inputs of J. Paul and Harold. And just to add on to that, in fact, being a former catechist also, I'm sure you're familiar with this great book produced by the church, the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And I really hope our Catholic viewers can get a hold of this. And there, it's a question and answer format, some of the items here. And what is interesting is on the, uh, on the issue of suffering, this is what the Catechism has, some, has to say, although there are a lot of paragraphs here. No? First, it says it's a mystery. We really don't know for sure the exact reason why God would allow certain things to happen, especially if they're bad. And why is it a mystery? Isaiah 55, 9 tells us, for my ways are higher than your ways. My thinking are higher than your thinking. No, So we cannot fully understand an infinite God. In sim- in, in similar way that I, my major is psychology and human resources, may not fully understand the major of Senator Bam Aquino, which may perhaps be politics, governance, or social entrepreneurship. But I can have a glimpse of it depending on how he reveals it to me. So another thing that the Catechism is telling us, and this is also mentioned by Harold and J. Paul, we are in state of journeying. So I'll I'll just quote it. Paragraph 302 here says, Creation has its own goodness and proper perfection, but it did not spring forth complete from the hands of the Creator. 
The universe was created in stato vie. In Latin, it means in a state of journeying toward an ultimate perfection yet to be attained to which God has destined it. Meaning to say, we could say that the way people understood you know, God in the Old Testament was different in the way he was perceived and the way he revealed himself in the, Old Test in the New Testament. And to answer your question, Senator Bam, are we supposed to read the two of them together? Yes. In fact, that's, has, that has been the practice of the early church. If you will look at the writings of Augustine, of Aquinas, Irenaeus, the one uh, quoted by J. Paul earlier, they would always say that you cannot understand fully the Old Testament without the New Testament because the Old Testament gives you the shadow. The New Testament gives you the totality of the figure foreshadowed in the Old. So what am I trying to say? Let's give a very particular example. Many people would see God as a punisher in the Old Testament because that's how they understood. We have to remember, friends, that when, 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 the, when the Old Testament writers say, God hit this person with this punishment, it's just a human way of describing how they understood God. No, but God hasn't fully revealed himself yet. In fact, in his revelation, he gave the commandments. What did God say in the commandments? Do not do this, do not do that. No, it's similar to a parent na, anak, don't do that. Don't talk to strangers, as Harold said. But in the New Testament, the do nots evolve into something deeper. Because when Jesus was asked, what's the summary of the commandment? It's not any more negatively phrased. Oh, it's it's love, positively love phrased. God, love, love your neighbor God with, as yourself. Exactly, send bam. And then love your neighbor as yourself. But God went further than that. He did, just, he did not just say what we are supposed to do. He showed it. So in the Old Testament, you could say that God was, quote-unquote, punishing people out of his just. But in the New Testament, he, you see the mercy of God because God did not punish people. He suffered with people. He bore the cross and even gave everything on that cross. He died for us so that he could live. So perhaps we could... Uh, you could say you could go back to J. Paul's suggestion, no? Now after explaining it to her, perhaps things may not be clear yet, and then you can just mm -hmm. remind your daughter, it's okay. Please continue asking these questions because these are good questions, and we may not find the total answers now because we are in a state of journeying. Your dad is also in the process of understanding God even more, and I'm sure. I, let me ask you, Rory. Do you also understand your dad perfectly now? Do you know what's in my mind? Do you know what I'm feeling about my work? And then Rory, how young is Rory? Sir Senbam? Six, six, six. Six. And Rory would say, Daddy, I still don't know yet uh, what, you got, what you are really thinking about, what you're feeling all to, to the fullest extent. And then you can remind her, don't worry, Rory, since I am your dad, I will continuously reveal all the things that I'm doing, all the plans that I have for you, because sooner or later, you will understand me more. And that's how we are in the state of journeying in our faith. And that presupposes also, Sen Bam, that it's a very beautiful thing. I'm from Paref. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Parents mm. for Education Foundation. And we really give emphasis to this, that the parents are the primary educators of the children. Yun yung philosophy namin sa school. Eh. So we also give parent formation. And then once your, your kid starts asking this very beautiful question about the faith, it's also a challenge for us, no? As dads, I'll be a future dad. No, I don't know when, but I, I, I will, I, if I will be in that situation, and this is what our dads in our schools are doing, they ask questions, and it's very good, Senbam, that you're asking questions, dialoguing with people to know the answer so you can simplify it for your daughter. And it also presupposes, and it also requires us to seek God no, even more, 
to ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, give me opportunities to discover the faith more, to be deeper in doctrine. As St. Jose Maria Escriva said, and this, I will end with this, no? ours should be the piety of children, but the sure doctrine of theologians. So it's also something that we can you know, remind ourselves, ako, kailangan ko pag-aralin yung catechism, kailangan ko magbasa ng Biblia, kailangan kong matend ng Bible study if that's what's needed, etc. Kailangan kong manood ng The Narrow Door with uh, Harold, J. Paul, and Samo. Um, p- pwede ko kayong pahirapan na konti. May, may I uh, be given the chance to do a harder question? Hindi naman ito malasenate, naman malasenate investigation question, hindi naman. But let's say, let's say hindi ako nag-fast forward. Tapos umabot ako dun sa Firstborn. Mm. Diba? Because even even ako, as a young, when I was young, that was difficult to comprehend. Right? Yes. Diba? If at that point, Rory said, so dad, did God really kill all those babies? Because take note, at the beginning of the movie, si Pharaoh was doing the wrong thing by killing the babies of the, the Jewish community. Diba? Kaya tinago mm. si Moses. And then, later on in the story, which serves as the mid-climax of the movie, um, a similar thing happens, which is uh, the firstborn of the Egyptians actually die. Mm. And uh, although hindi naman kami umabot dito, but if you're a little bit more, kung medyo mas piloso ka, and the Jewish children who forgot to paint, whose parents <laughs> forgot to paint their doors. Diba? Because there was a specific ask. Eh. You have to paint the, the doors. Over. Diba? Eh, what if wala ka dun nung sinabi yun? Nakalimutan mo. Diba? Or, or wala. You, you didn't get the message. Diba? So, it could very well be that there were also Jewish children who had passed away. Okay. So, assuming hindi ako nag-chicken out, and napanood namin yun, at tinong ni Rory bigla, so that this actually, God did that? Did this happen? Okay. Can I, I get all of first? your answers? I get because all of your I... answers, but please help me. Help me out here. Yes, yes. Yes, Sam, if it's okay, I can give a quick answer because I'll be leaving in four minutes for a work meeting. So sorry, Senbam. Would love to chat with you more next time. But this is how I could explain it. No, So Rory, we have to remember that there are two... When we speak of God's will, sometimes we take it loosely as if everything that is happening is actively willed by God. But if you study more of theology, and theology is the study of how God reveals himself to man through sacred scriptures and sacred traditions anyway, you could realize that there are two types of God's will. This is imperfect in its explanation. There's such a thing as perfect will, and there's such a thing as permissive will. So the perfect will is always good because this is the plan of God for us that he created everything to be good, that God wanted us to reach him in heaven. In fact, that's the first paragraph of the the catechism of the church. This book contains all the official teachings of the church. I mean, in, in systematic summarized form. Paragraph one tells us that God in his infinite wisdom, wanting us to be with him. And that's what the Bible is telling us. Perhaps Harold can, can give the verses later on God's predestination for us to become his children. No, but God also allows certain people to violate to, to violate his commandments because of the gift of freedom. And then Rory yeah. will ask, why would God give us the gift of freedom? And then you could say, Rory, what would you do if automatically you're programmed to love me? Like you will just follow everything that I say. Okay? Do you think you will enjoy your life? Do you think you will really say that you are making any choice? Uh, for a six-year-old, that may be very difficult to grasp yet. No? But let's think about it. 
if God did not give us the freedom to reject Him, there's also no freedom to love Him. The only choice is for us to follow whatever He tells us. And we don't become humans anymore. We, become, we end up becoming robots. No? So there is suffering because there is human freedom. And why is there human freedom? Because God gave us this freedom as a gift. But why would God give us freedom? Well, because God created us free and He created us free to love Him back or to reject Him. So there's, I could say, no, when I told my students about this, the imperfect analogy, I would always say imperfect because we cannot totally perfectly understand the mind of God. I just said, Isaiah 55, 9, no? His ways are higher than our ways, but He took the risk. God in creation took the risk of giving us freedom because He loves us so much that He wants to pursue us and prove to us that He is worthy of our love, but we can always reject that offering by sinning, by turning away. So I think that could be a possible explanation. Of course, it's not exhaustive. It's really a mystery, as you say, as we would say, no? And we trust in the mercy and providence of God. As Proverbs 3.5 would say, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on our own understanding because our understanding can be limited. But it doesn't also mean that we stop asking questions. That's why we have this dialogue. That's why we are trying to unbox the scriptures and the teachings of the church to understand this concept more. So I hope no, that made a, lot, a little sense and bam. <laughs> Thank you Thank so you. much, Thank Brother you. Burns. Brother Burns has to get on out of here because if he doesn't, he's going to get fired. So yeah. Um, right. Thank you. One, okay. Bye. Thank you, Thank you, Burns. God bless. Perfect and permissive will. You can discuss that more. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. I, I mean, gosh, Sen, I feel like, I mean, if you want my genius advice, I think the answer is just watch Finding Nemo next time. You know, don't do stuff. You know, biblical stuff. <laughs> Alam mo, ganda kasi nung kante. Ang ganda nung kante. Can I try to take a stab on this? Please, please, please. I, I think yeah. the challenge talaga is how do you explain it to a child, right? To a six-year-old. Ang hirap talaga eh. Yes, but Instahari, go ahead. Yes, I think that's gonna be extra challenge to explain it to, uh, yeah, to uh, a young person. Pero, I think the way we understand it is because we have to go back dun sa nature ng Diyos. Aside from His loving, He is He's also just. So, ang gusto ng Diyos, mag-obey tayo sa Kanya. We need to be obedient to Him. At kapag hindi tayo nag-obey, yun nga, may karampatang punishment yun. So, kung tutuusin, dun sa story na yun, when the Israelites are still in Egypt, hindi naman kasi sila exempted na yung firstborn nila ay hindi mamamatay. Pero bakit hindi namatay yung firstborn nila? It's because they obey yung command ng Diyos na you have to do this, you have to eat this Passover lamb, you have to get the blood, um, paint it on the door frame of, uh, on, yeah, on the door frame of your houses para when the ano to, angel of death yeah. would, would come, magpa-passover siya sa pintuan ng house ninyo at hindi mamamatay yung firstborn nyo. So, doon makikita natin na God is really uh, a covenant-keeping God dahil yun yung promise niya na dapat tayo mismo mag-obey din kasi on His end, ikikip niya rin yun. You so, know, uh, you know, but ano, I think I was trying to understand Rory's question eh. Kasi kung, kung, like ako, the first time I saw that as a child, okay lang eh. I mean, as, as bad as this, it is to say, kasi the portrayal is that the Egyptians are bad and that the Israelites are good. Tama, di ba? As young children, that's what we see. But for Rory, she was more expansive than that. Eh. 
nakita niya na kahit kahit sabihin mo na kahit masama si Fero, masama yung mga sundalo, masama pero hindi naman masama lahat ng mga taong to eh. And even if masama sila, do they really deserve that kind of um heart, uh, suffering and punishment? That was where she kaya I appreciate ko yung tanong niya kasi it came from such an innocent place na tayo kasi we paint people as bad or good, red, yellow, taga dito ka, taga dyan ka. But as a young child, wala siyang ganung distinction. It was all of these people are are God's children. And and to be fair to our current understanding of our faith, mas ganun na tayo mag-isip, di ba? We don't think anymore na, oh, lahat ng mga taong yan masama, lahat ng mga taong ito mabuti. Hindi na tayo ganun mag-isip na rin, di ba? Kaya ako na-appreciate yung tanong niya kasi, or I don't know, kasi alam mo naman kami ni Jay Paul, we love our children so much, di ba? But alam mo yung, ano, uh, masyado ba ako supportive na parent? But what I understood from her question was, even if, tanggapin na natin na in this story, may good tsaka may bad, pero kahit itong mga bad people, they still don't deserve um, this kind of hardship. Because definitely not all of these Egyptians are bad people. And maybe in her mind, even if they were, would um, the death of uh, a, 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 definitely an innocent child, would that be warranted or not? Diba? Kaya ako napaisip sa tanong niya. Kasi malalim eh. Diba? Hindi lang siya simple na black or white. Eh, diba? Now, um, I kind of get also the answer na, and I know this is in, I'm treading on thin ice here, pero yung don't take it literally, should should you go there? Um, should you go there? Na honey, yalamo. These are stories. Don't take it literally. Is that a good thing to say? Ah, meaning like these these stories in the Bible, they're not necessarily real events that happened. Parang ganon. Yeah. Okay, ba yun sabihin o hindi? But is uh, that true? That like happened. Oh, I'm sorry. That actually that actually happened. So I don't think it's safe to say na. na don't take, don't it, literally. take it literally. But yeah, actually, yung mga stories in the in the Old Testament, these are um, shadow and copy of the future things to come. So I think nabanggit yun na Burns kanina. And that's why when we understand the Old Testament, mas madali din natin mauunawaan yung sa New Testament. Because mm-hmm. um, there will be the fulfillment of what was promised in the, in the Old Testament. Kumbaga, um, we can draw stories from the Old Testament na mauunawaan natin kapag nagkaroon na siya ng fulfillment. Flying house na lang kasi, Sin. Para, no? Just ba? May flying house pa ba? Hindi ko alam. Wala na, wala na. I tried, by the way, I tried flying house kasi I grew up on flying house and uh, there was another one, di ba? Flying house tsaka... Is it Superbook? Superbook. Superbook. Yeah! Obviously, Superbook. Alam mo, the quality, the quality of the animation and maybe because YouTube do, parang sobrang pangit na. Like, hindi na ano... <laughs> Hindi na kaya ng anak ko. Pag nasa, nasa Toy Story na siya, nasa gano'n na yung level niya. Matas na yung kalidad na hinahanap niya. Diba? So pag medyo junkie na yung nakikita niya, hindi na siya masyado masaya. Yeah. There's gotta be like a 2021 equivalent of those shows, right? And if not, someone, chop chop. You know, let's get to it. Gosh. Get to it. Get to yeah. it. And that wraps up part one of our catch up with former Senator Bam Aquino, which, oh my goodness, made me realize I have a lot of studying to do before having kids. Thanks for the heads up, guys. Make sure to come back for part two of this chat where we discuss end times, how the pandemic fits into this picture, and is revelation fulfilling? Because one of the guys thinks so. Thank you for joining us today. And don't forget, you can reach us at the narrow door podcast at gmail.com. Catch you next time.